1: double g from the fight game podcast and fight game media here for you karate kid fans chris de Petrillo and i are back this week to review the last film in our series the next karate kid yes the hillary swank one it will be on our patreon first but will also be in this feed the fight game media network later this week if you like what you hear subscribe to our patreon because you're going to receive two new podcast exclusive to our Patreon, where Chris and I break down the newest season of Cobra Kai, which drops on Netflix on New Year's Day. We're gonna go over the first half of the season and then the second half of the season in two separate shows. We also have reviews of the first three seasons of Cobra Kai, as well as great breakdowns of the first three Karate Kid films in our archives. And you may even find out some information you didn't know about Daniel-san and company. Head over patreon.com slash fight game media.
2: Welcome everyone to the take it home podcast. I'm your host John LaRocca and on today's episode, I'm going international, not to Japan, but I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Hungary. I'm gonna cover WXW out of Germany. I'm gonna cover Passion Pro out of Hungary. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I was really excited about these uh, these shows I watched, these matches I saw from both these promotions. I've talked about X- WXW in the past, and I was you know just kind of skimming through the Peacock Network, and I wanted to, you know it's been a while since I even had a chance to watch WXW or Progress, so. I just wanted to catch up and see what was going on. And I saw that they released a special WXW event called True Colors, which happened in October. And the main event was Marius Alani, who is the WXW champion versus the former Alexander Wolf in NXT. Now back to his uh, real name, Axel Tischer, I believe. That's his real name. So, um... Yeah, so I got really excited. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to talk about on Take Own On Podcast. I want to get back to talking about match reviews. Of course, last few episodes, I've been talking mainly about some hot topic issues, WWE releases, um, the Owen Hart Cup situation. So I was excited for this holiday weekend and these next you know two weeks of the holiday season cover some international wrestling. And this week, like I said, Wxw from Germany, Passion Pro from Hungary, and next week I'm going to cover a promotion I have not watched yet. Um, it, it was also it's also on the Peacock Network. It's from Ireland. It is insane Championship Wrestling. Um, I've seen some of the you know I've seen it on the Peacock. I see the the the, um, the uh, icon for it, and I just you know didn't see anything that grabbed me, but um, they had a special event called Fear and Loathing. They had a what, night one and night two. So next week, uh, or this weekend coming up actually, because this is being recorded a later than usual, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm going to cover, for New Year's weekend, I'm going to cover those events. Um, not every match, but some of the matches that really stuck out to me. Because one of the matches, on match the main event of night two is uh uh Andy Wild versus Damo who is a former Killian Dane in NXT and I really like Andy Wild I as a lot of people have heard me on the fight game podcast um on the wrestling observer site that I'm a, I was a huge fan of Killian Dane's work so really looking forward to seeing this match I think it's going to be great and let's dive into the show. Well, first of all actually I want to apologize for this show being out a little late. Um, of course, Christmas being on, you know, Saturday, um, I usually record on Friday nights, but it's, it's, that was Christmas Eve. It was just a crazy night setting up Christmas, getting all that ready, um, family in town. And then I was going to record on Sunday night, but we kind of flipped recording schedules and I recorded raw 1997 review with Gary Gonzalez for our Patreon. And then on Tuesday, on, uh, excuse me, on Monday, I was going to set the record, take it on podcast, but I had family members staying here, and it was just, you know, unexpectedly, it was just it was just a lot going on, and I just could not get a chance to record, so thank you for being patient, I appreciate that, um, I really think you're going to really enjoy this show, I think if you haven't seen either of these promotions, you're going to want to check them out after I talk about them, and um let's go right into wxw um a few through nxt uk um as a lot of you listeners know that have been listening to the show and listening on the fight game media podcast you know that i just love nxt uk it's my favorite hour of wrestling every week i look forward to it it never disappoints always gives me at the minimum Two really good matches on each hour, sometimes three. Um, it's it's tremendous. It's just wrestling, hard hitting wrestling with guys who know how to work, and they have a phenomenal roster. So, you know, honestly, I was late to the game on the UK scene before you know when it was hot years ago, and then when WWE came and started NXT UK, like. I saw. I watched the first couple shows. I liked it, but I just got so busy with booking all for wrestling and family. It just you know it's hard to kind of sit down and just dive into the UK seat. And so you know nowadays I had some downtime, and you know with the pandemic, I decided you know what I want to check. I at I was looking on Peacock, or actually before that on the network, and. I was like, you know what? I want to check out some of this international show. So I started Progress Wrestling First. And I really like certain athletes on that show. Um, It wasn't perfect. I thought a lot of the matches were way too long. Overstayed their welcome. But they had some real good athletes and some real good workers that, man, I could just see. Some good young workers I could see growing. And I could see being on NXT UK in the future. Let's hope NXT UK has a future. We just, the way the WWE is going on right now, you just never know what's going to happen. I pray every day, <laughs> as long as a lot of other things. I pray about. I pray. One of the things I kind of throw out there is, hey man, don't let them don't don't let them get that rid of that NXT UK because that would just break my heart. Um, so I just wanted to know, like, okay, who's next for NXT UK? Right, who's the guys that WWE is going to pull from? to freshen up the NXT UK roster. So I started watching Progress. I really like the young guns. I love those kids. Great great young tag team. Oh, man, I, you could just do so much with those kids. And I, you could just build them up. And they can be future stars, in my opinion. Um, so I got into Progress. then that led me to WXW because that's where Walter's from. And, you know, Walter, for me, is... My favorite wrestler to watch. I look forward to all his matches. I loved his run at NXT UK. His matches with Ilya Dragunov were great, just all time great matches. And, you know, he was always delivered every time he wrestled. So I want to see talent in the week's What do they have? And I really enjoyed this product a lot. It was during the pandemic, so empty I believe it was empty arena matches, though there was like a a little bit of a crowd noise, some uh some atmosphere provided like off camera. So I don't know if it's production or they let certain select fans through to kind of make some noise. But um you know I enjoyed enjoyed the product. I really like first of all I love their play by play guy David Bradshaw. He is great. He is awesome. Um, I would love to see him on the NXT UK, but, you know, I think they have a good crew. And it's good. But, you know, if you want to bring him over, God, he, he, he would be, as a lead guy, he is just, he's so great because what he's so good about is telling history about every guy. So if you're a new viewer like I was, he was set the history, set and see who these guys are, some background. So I really got to know the guys before they came out or during their match. As as the story went, I just figured out who's what, what their history. And he really, you know, painted the backstory for me. So he was really great. Uh, God, their interviewer, I think Michael a Michael Johnson, African-American gentleman. He is great. He speaks all these different languages, and he cuts interviews, uh, Alan Jackson's I think his name is Alan Jackson. He, when he interviews the wrestlers, it's a very uh, sports-like interview. It's, it's you know, and the wrestlers are giving sports-based interviews, talking about strategy, talking about what they need to do, what they need to find, whatever it is they need to find to get that victory in that match coming up. Um, even if there's issues between the wrestlers there's a lot of respect to the wrestlers too as well so it's very sports based though they do have some some wacky stuff which honestly i, I wouldn't really watch as much i kind of concentrate on the, the sports based guys though i do like some of their bigger personality characters like they had this young kid Lef- levent levaniel he comes out the children of the gods or love the gods he comes out long blonde, blonde hair looks like a Legolas loss and lord of the rings right like he just comes out has this crown on his head this gold robe um he's not that built. he's kind of a, he's kind of a skinny young man but he has this this big personality and i was like okay i could see this kid and i can see what you could do with him in the future so i really really uh thought think a lot about that guy and and from what I saw recently it looks like he's definitely improved I'll still love to see him get some size on him that's what he really needs to kind of you're not saying just get too big right or you know just get some definition um build on he's young so he's gonna grow I I think he you know I, I I believe that and I think he's gonna be a good one in the future so Levaniel is a guy to really look look out for um in the near future so with WXW and also possibly with uh, uh, NXT UK, I could definitely see him going there. So on this, so what I'm gonna cover on this episode with WXW, the True Codes event, I'm gonna cover three championship matches. I'm gonna cover the main event uh, with Marius Al Alani defending his title against Axel Tischer. I'm gonna talk about Michael Knight, who is at this time the WXW shotgun champion. He's gonna be defending against Dennis Cash and I'm a, they crowned a new women's champion. Uh, it was a best of three series. This is the third match with uh, Iva Kolsky versus Stephanie Mays. So I'm going to cover that match. And I'm going to talk about uh, a few things from um, their show WXW, uh, Shotgun. They have – it was number 25 on the Peacock Network as well. Um, I checked out that show, so I'm going to talk about a match from that show as well, which was uh, Michael Knight, again, defending his shotgun title against Bobby Guns, who is a former WXW champion. He's the guy that Marius Alani beat in April, I believe, of 2021 um, for the title. So I'm going to talk about those matches. So before I get in that, I do want to do a little ad read here about the Fight Game Media Patreon. It is $5.00 and you get some great stuff and, and and you have to ask you like if you are listening to us for the first time think about hitting that subscribe button you always can unsubscribe in the future so there's you know but by subscribing you you get multiple shows uploaded directly to your app weekly and we think you'll like what you hear secondly if you are listening to this on apple podcast or spotify right now there's Right now, right there on your mobile app, please give us a five-star rating. It's simple to do. It's so beneficial for us and as we attempt to climb through the podcast rankings in order to grow within the podcast ecosystem. It is much appreciated. And also, check out, like I said, our Patreon, $5 a month. Uh, we have some great con- content. Gary Gonzalez and I, we do the Raw 1997 review. Um, uh, we have a Joshi show. That's really popular to site. Um, if you're into Impact Wrestling or want to know like what's going on in Impact Wrestling, Brace for Impact—one of the top Impact podcasts in the world today. Uh, Mike Gilbert and JD Leavitt did a great job—not um, only describing and analyzing Impact Wrestling, but they have just great chemistry together. That I just, like I said, I love listening to them. Just enjoy them, enjoy them talking about Impact Wrestling and hearing their frustrations or what they like so um they get me they get me close to re some impact i, I kind of got out of it in battle for glory but i will maybe ch- maybe check back in in 2022 we'll see but uh but i still listen to their show because like i said it's entertaining as hell of course we have MMA shows we have box we have all this cool stuff on the patreon so Check it out. We have special. We have special shows. Like we have, you know, shows with Dave Meltzer, shows with John Moxley. Um, again, five dollars. Not the biggest investment in the world. Give it a shot for one month. If you if you don't like it, you don't like it. You unsubscribe. I totally get it. Uh, but give us a shot. I think you I think you really enjoy it. So okay, let's get into WXW, and then we'll talk about Passion Pro from Hungry. So yeah. So again. Going international here. Going sorry. Uh, going international here. Talking about WXWI Jeremy and Passion Pro at Hungary. Um, This is really some cool stuff and some good wrestling for you guys to watch. Again, WXW on the Peacock Network. So if you're you have that network, just go ahead, click on the WWE icon, scroll down, scroll down, and scroll down. It's kind of buried on the bottom. It's under Indies. But check out, uh, you'll see the WXW icon, which will be uh, Walter. And so check that out, click on it. Um, this is an event called True Colors. Like I said, it took place in October. And the main event was WXW champion Mar- Marius Alani versus Axel Tischer. Again, the former Alexander Wolf in NXT. And Mar- Marius Alani is a blue chipper. This guy is a stud. Has it all, the look, the attitude, the way he carries himself to the ring. He just he, he 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 you feel like this guy is a star. He carries himself like a star. Um he's actually a really good promo. Now the promo he does is with subtitles, but that doesn't bother me. I I never have an issue with reading subtitles. And he is just great. He's so cocky. He's so arrogant. He's not trying to be Conor McGregor, but he's, he's tapping into that Conor McGregor just over-the-top cockiness, right? Like, I love this guy. You know, he... if I've texted a, a buddy of mine who, uh, who works in WWE, and I was like, dude, this guy is a future NXT UK champion. At the minimum, right? But I think he should be on the main roster. Like I said great look good worker for such a young age um i like his mixture styles he does a lot of striking he does a lot of grappling uh you know suplexes and he he just to me he's the complete package right he is the guy to build a promotion around if you're gonna if you're gonna start a promotion he'd be one of my high very high high draft picks um like i said Under the radar, but man, this guy is what... Are people going to be talking about this guy in the future? For sure. And I think hopefully soon, 2022, as we get this damn COVID under control and we all go back to just normal living and travel starts opening up again, I think you're going to start seeing Marius Alani out here in the States um, because... You know, I'm sure if I'm if I'm Pro Wrestling which is you know the indie that gets the most attention out here. Of course, Game Changer does, but you know, I mean, he's a guy I would bring in for uh, PWG because they used to fly out international guys. Um, Game Changer should, honestly. Um, I mean, anyone with some money on the indie scene should should. Should bring this guy in. MLW should bring this guy in. Impact Wrestling should. Everyone should try to bring this guy in. AEW, of course, should bring this guy in. I I would cut ten, the twelve people off my roster, and they're just being an anchor of dead weight on that roster. And I would sign Marius Aliani because he can. He would just definitely give you more. And a t- lot of those twelve people that I'm talking about are just just being a just an anchor to AW's roster. Now, this match here, Axel Tischer, I've always enjoyed his work. Of course, I first saw him in NXT. I first saw him as a member of Sanity, and I loved him. He was wild and crazy. He just, you just, he had you on edge because you just know what this guy was going to do. Um, I I I love the team of Sandy. I, well, that, you know everyone knows that story. They are called up to the main roster, and they didn't bring Nikki Cross with them, who was you know the really the glue of that team. Once you took her away, it just. Took a little something from that team, but at the same time, you have Eric Young, who's a hell of a promo, and a worker, hell of a worker. You have Killian Dane, who was a good working big band, and you have Axel Tischer, or Alexander Wolf, who was a hell of a worker, and they had such great chemistry. How the writers, how Vince McMahon could not figure out what to do with Sandy boggles my mind. Cause they were a hell of a team, a hell of a six-man tag. Um God. You know, I like Sanity even when Madman Fulton was in there. Of course, he got hurt and unfortunately got hurt and Killy Day replaced him. They became better with Killian Dane because Killian Day's a better worker than Madman Fulton. But at the same time, I like both I like both versions, right? But really taking Nikki Cross away just oh took something a little bit out of them. In the long run, I guess it did work out for Nikki Cross. I know, I know, you know, I know at the time she was very upset and blah, 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 but it all worked out for her. She's still there, right? So, and and she's doing a great job. I love Nikki Cross. I think she's a tremendous talent. And so, Axel Tischer, Alexander, will found him back in Imperium, which she was, I believe, in Ring Comp before. So it just all kind of fit together. So he was he was there with that group, and then he was kicked out. And then the same after, the day after he got kicked out on television on NXT, he was released. One of the guys on the mass releases, right? And he's like, you he, he couldn't send him to NXT UK. <laughs> like he was just there during the pandemic. Uh, one of the best tag matches of twenty twenty was Walter and Alexander Worf versus Pete Dunn and God, who was the other person in that match? Oh, oh, Enid Dragunov. We've been talking about. Great tag team match. Empty arena match, but who gives a shit? Like It was tremendous. One, like I said, probably in my opinion, the best tag team match of 2020. Um, it was phenomenal. So definitely go out and look for that match on NXT UK if you haven't seen it um let's get to this match here and you have this young gun champion who is 30 you know that's been the gimmick with marius alani he's been on this crazy winning streak he won the title from bobby guns in april and he's just been dominant beating guys in various different ways like 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 how brian danielson has been doing on AEW in 2021 marius alani has been doing that here in wxw he's been beating people many different ways knockout suplex submission you name it he was doing it and he was winning and winning in great style Axel Tischer you have him in his hometown and I first apologize I did not write the hometown down but you know he's going for the title in his hometown so the hometown crowd is behind him um so you have that and you have like I said the young gun champion 30-0 just over the top with confidence man like he believes he could beat anyone at any time. And he has this veteran who's looking for redemption, not just redemption from you know being after being released. And you know, now he's want to show the world, show WWE what you missed out on, show show the fans. Hey, don't forget I'm one of the greatest out of Germany in this promotion at WXW. And so he's out there to prove it. And they have a great physical match. Um, you know, Alexander Wolf or Axel Tischer just leads Marius Alani through this match. And Alani, of course, keeps up well because he he puts things together. He has great oomph on his strikes. He just looks like a badass. And so when he's putting the heat on on Tisher, it was looking good. And you're just wanting Tischer to make that comeback, make that title and i love the finish here i loved it because it protected Marius aulani and it was credibility for the way tisher won was it showed credibility for it so you didn't like he didn't no one slipped on a banana peel or nothing like that like in the end tisher got over in the end marcelona still was over and you still felt there should be a rematch and the finish was uh Marceline takes this big bump. He, he starts to sell. It's out of control, sell, but he's in control. He goes into the ropes and he comes out of the ropes and just stumbles out of the ropes, right? And Tisher jumps up. I'm guessing it was supposed to be an Inzikiri or maybe a knee, whatever. It looked crazy. It looked out of control. And Marceline is knocked out cold. You know, not legit, but selling cold, right? Tisher falls on him. One, two, three. Like it was like the stumble and the desperation shot. And boom. Tisher is your new champion. Great reaction from the hometown crowd. But I just love that finish. It looks so cool. And maybe that's not what they really had to plan. I don't know, but whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him credit and say he did plan it this way. Because to me, it looked like it was planned that way. And it just looked perfect check out this finish it is great i it doesn't look like your typical wrestling finish it looks like a ufc finish if they had pins right honestly the ref could have called the knockout but i love that and with the pin because more dramatic with the pin i think if you get a knockout it kind of went a little flat but tisher like i said hit that knee that sell by maris alani was perfect tisher got got the cover, one two three. what a fucking main event this was, I freaking loved it, and it got my, it got me into WXW again, I'm back, I want to start watching everything they post back on the Peacock Network, so that's what took me to watch, you know, the latest hour of, or actually it's two hour show, of WXW Shotgun, right, that's their television show, I don't, I don't understand why it's two hours, I don't understand, they should, really concentrate and give you an hour at a time. You can just give more television that way, but they, they are, I mean, I guess they've been doing it for a long time, so that's what they do. But, so, I went to this match first. I didn't just work my way up, watch an opener to this. I had to go straight to this match, because I, I'm like a big fan of Marius Alani. Like I said, as a former promoter, as a former booker, I just, I'm just like, man, I could do so much with this guy. And, if you if anyone else messes this guy up, you're just a morons, right? He's should be just easy to book, easy to get over, easy to be a main event guy, easy for you to draw money if it's done right. So um I'm really looking forward to what's what's next for Marius Alani. Um like I said, I think he's one of the best undiscovered talents in wrestling. Um uh, more people need to be talking about this guy. And it's great to see Alex Fisher continue to do, be a just a tremendous worker. And I hope one day soon. It's a dream of the chaos of NXT goes back to where it was with the structure of the management for the black and gold brand. I don't think that's ever happening, sadly. But if it does, my hope is he ends up over there or ends up back on NXT UK because he definitely could add to that roster, of course, a, a roster of great, a, a roster of great wrestlers can add another great wrestler, in my opinion. So, um, the next match I watched uh, was a match between two guys I also really liked from watching WXW. It was WXW Shotgun Champion uh, Michael Knight versus Dennis Cash Dulnig. Now, the WXW Shotgun Championship is a. Um, Unique title. Unique title. It has a 15 minute time limit. So, and there's no real contenders to the title. It's always by a a random draw that you don't see. They just all of a sudden someone comes comes out, and you know, it's his challenger, right? So, Michael Knight is a guy I really enjoyed watching when I was watching WXW in early 2021. Um, a veteran worker. I just enjoyed his matches. Just really a good, solid worker. He looks he looks like facially like Hugh Jackman. Um, he has a great build, good look. Looks like a fucking athlete, right? You know, you know, you're not seeing some embarrassing guy out there. He looks, you know, you're not embarrassed to watch his matches. He looks like a wrestler, right? And Dennis Cash Dulnig, I freaking love this guy. He's a ball of personality um a good worker i i think he maybe lends too much on the goofiness because <laughs> you know because of his over the top personality he gets a little gets a little cute gets a little over the top um and i think you kind of have to dial him back in right and keep him Keep a little bit of it. Don't go where it's just embarrassing for the match, but, or, or the professional wrestling business. Just kind of like, like he did a match on Passion Pro I watched, uh, where ugh, all of a sudden some pizza guy came, to make a delivery. I know this sounds freaking ridiculous. And it was, it was stupid. What a waste of time it was. Pizza delivery guy, uh, Dulnig and his, uh, Opponent were arguing about how they're gonna pay for this pizza. It was just fucking dumb. I hated it. It was a waste of time. Just, I almost turned it off. But I'm such a, I like Dual Nick a lot, and he has a big time potential. And like I said, if if you have, if you you work with this guy, if you just dial back on on his antics, and just you know, don't lose your personality. Don't lose who you are, but just don't go over the top where it's going to take away from your match. <laughs> and this match was uh, was was good. Um, Knight's, Knight's heat looked a little weak in this match. I, I've seen him could have more oomph on his strikes. It just – something looked off here. And the finish, you know, he hit this – he hit this – the sliced bread – on Dulnik, and it looked good. And that should have been the finish one, two, three. But he went, he transitioned into uh a dragon sleeper. And it's so the finish was kind of flat, right? I think you go, you know, you go for the sliced bread, you go for the big because the crowd pop boom. Ah, oh, right. When he made his comeback and got that move, the crowd he had the crowd up, but he lost the crowd a little bit when he got the dragon sleeper and got the tap out just like they're ready for the pinfall there at the slice spread they weren't they weren't ready for the tap out submission that hurt the match <coughs> but it was a it was overall a good match but a little disappointing um because i really like both these guys i may mean, i just had two highest expectation. um you can see michael knight has a lot of um you see christian is is a guy he really really looks up to really uh Take a lot from his style. He gets a lot of the Christian spots, and you know, this was probably just a bad night for both guys. You know, it wasn't bad; it was okay. Like I said, may I just guess like again, I I was just expecting more from these guys. Um, the other title match I watched was the women's championship for the vacant title. It was uh, Stephanie Mays versus Iva Kols- Kolsky, and. You know, I, this was the first women's match I saw on WXW because Stephanie Mays, I know she was hurt when I started watching it, and I saw that she was a tag team partner of uh, a Fast Time Mundo, which so it was, it was a male wrestler, so they had an intergeneral tag team, which I'm I, not a fan of, but highlights I saw of her, I'm like, oh, she looks good. She has some good strikes. She has some good, you know, I kind of dig what she's doing—the fighter gimmick—and you know, I was digging it, digging her entrance, digging Stephanie Maze's entrance here. She came out, you know, juking and jiving and throwing some strikes. Has a fast, show some fast hands. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to this one. Eva Kolsky. a beautiful girl, came out. Just what you see on day right the pose the entrance all that um and the match started the first the first was a big long spot right overly choreographed way too fast and just looked like i said fake as hell you could just see the routine you can see them. You can see them going over it. And you can just see what they practiced earlier tonight, what they probably practiced in the back, and what what we saw in the ring, right? Right away, I'm like, okay, both of these girls are green as grass. So, let's see what they can do, though. Let's see if they can really recover. Um, Eva shows some athletic ability. She looks like she has some uh, gymnastics background. So, she did some cool things. But, man, her strikes looked like shit. And... Stephanie Mays' strikes weren't that good. I don't know. It was just, this match just fell apart. Um, like I said, Giva, extremely green. Only been wrestling for a year. I think she made her debut in August of 2020 from what I looked up. And there's one point when Kolsky hit this kick to Mays' ear. And either it was a good sell or it rang mazes belt, but either way the matches kept falling apart it just i felt i felt bad for these women because i'm sure they wanted to go out and have this great match but it's just just the fans are losing they're just like they're there they're not being rude but it's falling apart and eva went over with the moonsault and i'm like man it's a tough go to put the belt on this girl because you can tell she's so green and can she carry it? And is she good enough to carry other women on this roster? And what I found out was no, because as I checked out, um, WXW episode 25 or number 25, which is on the, like again on the Peacock network and she wrestled Tyra Gates. Oh, sorry. She was sorry. Nikki, Nikki Foxley. That's who's Eva. Kolsky wrestled. She wrestled Nikki Foxley. Another really bad match. Um, where you're just like, should these girls be on television? Should these girls be on wrestling matches in front of an audience? They should still be wrestling in training in their school. Um and Stephanie Mays as well. She wrestled, she wrestled Tyreek Yates early on that show on, on uh WSW number 25. And it was just another bad match. So, so far of this women's division I've seen, it's been really, really bad. Just of full of just green girls. And I get it. You want to you have some, you want the women on there. You want to have a women's presence. But you know what? In my opinion, if you don't have the talent to put them out there, to have good matches, you don't need a women's division. I'm sorry, right? Find another place for these girls to work to get experience in front of uh shows that are not taped, are not, you know, not filmed, not gonna be put on YouTube. Have them work matches that that they're not gonna be exposed. So now so this is my you know first look at these women. And honestly, I never want to watch another match of them again. First impressions are big. And nothing against these girls. They're just so green. And honestly, WXW should not be putting them out there to fail like this. They need to find women who are leaders in there. And I don't know what the scene is out in Germany or... Anywhere close by that can come in there and work with these girls, and get them through a match. And again, these matches were a decent amount of length, right? But really, I wouldn't let these girls go more than. Well, first of all, they wouldn't be on the card just because they just don't. They're just not ready. But if you, had, if I was forced to by the promoter, no, John, you're my Booker, but I'm saying. We need women's wrestling on the show. These are our women. Put them out there. I'll like, say, okay, I will put them out there, but I'm only going to give them four minutes. Three minutes. Um, that's how much... That's what I saw from them. these women. I saw them not capable of having six-minute matches. Now, I will give them six-minute segment. That's talking about with us That's including entrance and after the match. But bell-to-bell bell is going to be four. And... It would have to be very well. It had to be choreographed. And it had, It would have to be, hey, let's keep it basic. Keep it what you can do, right? Like, don't do anything that you just can't do. Like, some of these strikes were horrible. Oh, embarrassing, really. And... I just like I felt bad for them. I really did. I felt bad because they're put in this position I and mean, they shouldn't be put in this position. Uh, they need definitely more training, more if they can't throw a freaking strike like that, like the forearms, one of the girls was throwing her forearm but pushing, like she'd throw her forearm with her right hand, but I forget which one it was, but she was pushing with her left arm, right? She's throwing to her right and just pushing with her left before her forearm would hit it just looks so bad it was sad just because okay let's say eva kolsky just because she could do a cool flip cartwheel flip no hand cartwheel flipped in the ring just just she could do a decent looking moonsault doesn't mean she's ready for this spot right she needs to do the small things she just get that down the basics and the basics aren't there with none of these women unfortunately I think when I saw Stephanie Mays in her highlights at, right before she was injured or after she was injured and they kind of gave her I think I remember because it, it was like get best wishes to Stephanie Mays hope make come back." and they showed highlights of her in tag team matches with her male partner Fast Time Mundo versus other male wrestlers of course those male wrestlers are making her look really good they were bumping great for her strikes etc so you know, hats off to those guys right you can see what the what what they did for her. But even Stephanie Mays versus the other green women, it just she's she's exposed, right? So it's gonna take a lot for me to watch another women's wrestling match in Ebx. I will skip it, honestly, going forward. And you know, that's uh that's unfortunate. But, you know, hey, that's reality. First impressions or, as the first impression is the first impression. And if you don't impress me like that, I, I'm going to move on. You know, it's just, I want, there's a lot of good wrestling on WXW to watch. I'm not going to watch these girls who are just not ready for this, unfortunately. So, I hope they get better. I'm rooting for them. I'm not being an asshole. And I really want them to be better, but I want them to be, get the training. To, I know there's good training at WXW. I just think it, it was just, they're probably rushed even before the trainers would want them to be out there. I would think so. But um, on WXW, Shotgun 25, there was a Shotgun Championship. I think a Shotgun Championship is always defended on Shotgun TV show. And it was Michael Knight versus Bobby Guns. And unlike the lottery or the pick at random for the opponent for the Shotgun Champion, Michael Knight, the champion, who was defeated by... Bobby Guns early in the year took it upon himself to challenge Bobby Guns. who's a former WXW champion. So I thought this was cool. This was like, hey, I want to prove myself. I'm a champion, but there's this loss that's just heavy on my head that I just can't get past. And I want to prove to Bobby Guns that I'm, you know, I'm above where I was when he beat me. So they had a really good 15 minute Broadway match. Bobby Guns is another guy very underrated um a lot of people because of uh, the pandemic and you know a lot of people leaving wxw um, walters etc like you know bobby guns was one of the guys that stepped up and you know was a champion and i like his work he has a very unique charisma i, I don't like the king of smoke style he comes out with a cigarette he didn't come out with a cigarette here which i must I must be some kind of regulation there thank goodness but I just don't like the cigarette stuff, and I just, it bothered me. But my buddy uh, Alan Forel, was like, "John, this is like, I can show you like throw throw a rock and hit twenty bobby guns. Just dudes sitting around, dressed nice, smoking cigarettes." I was like, "No, I get it." But you know, the the the, the name King of Smokes out to me is just stupid. But he's a he's a good talent. I like his work. Um, and they had a good match. Bayface Bayface match. Last time I saw Bubba Guns, he was a heel, but I guess he turned babyface face. And really competitive, great strikes. Michael Knight looked a lot better in this match, so I was really happy to see that. And the finish came down, of course. Guns had the win, but time ran out. So same time, you know, Michael Knight still needs to prove something, right? Like, it's so you can play off this match. So uh, definitely a rematch was... Set up and I hope Michael Knight was got his revenge and was able to get that big to finally over Bobby Gunn. So we'll see when that airs. Um The Peacock stuff is like a few months delayed, right? Cause they WXW stuff that goes on. They have, they have their own streaming service called WXW now. And I try, I try to sign up for it, but it was kind of a pain in the ass to me. It's on Vimo. I don't know. I tried looking at it. I tried figuring out what to have to do. I just couldn't figure it out. So, um, yeah, I'll try another time, but um, so I think they have a deal where it airs on their WXW now stuff first, and then a few months later, it gets added to the Peacock network. So, so that was WXW, and in the future, I'm going to talk more WXW, especially if they load up a a, a special event on Peacock network. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to cover those, and and you know with the delay I had of this podcast. I was just checking out um, uh, Tristan Ar- Archer, another guy from WXW who I really like. He was actually appeared on NXT UK. Did He actually appeared in the 205 tournament, 205 live tournament. And he's another one I really like to watch work in WXW. I, I enjoy his matches. He had a good match. I did watch another match from this uh, True Colors event for WXW. He wrestled Levaniel. And the guy I was talking about earlier, the colorful guy, blonde hair, looks like leg, leg loss, right? Young kid. And, you know, Tristan Archer, who was this classic baby face when I was watching WXW early this year, I loved his interviews. Not over the top, just professional. Like like you would see uh, an interviewer conducting with a baseball player and the baseball player would analyze his matches or analyze the pitcher, the hit you know the pitcher he's going to face or the, the pitchers analyzing the batteries he, the big batter in the lineup that he has to get out like, just, they it feels like a real sport, and Tristan Archer feels like a real athlete because he is and great look great build, uh he's definitely got a lot bigger since two hundred five live thick guy now uh the quads in this dude holy shit this guy is just like a built like a rock. And then the match I saw with LeVaniel on True Colors event, he was like, you can see like he's turning, slowly turning heel, right? Stepping up to discretion. And it was really cool to see. So I'm like, I want to watch more Tristan Archer matches, see what's else out there, which led me, as I did my Google search, i sorry, excuse me, I did my YouTube search for Tristan Archer versus and up popped up Versus actual Tisher, like I said, who I just just love this guy's work, for Passion Pro out of Hungary. I thought, oh, shit. I can't wait to see this, right? This match took place on August 22nd, and I was like, cool. I click on it. It's like the full show from Passion Pro. This is Passion Pro, I believe, number three. They have one and two up there. Um You know, they're a new promotion at Hungary, and a lot of the guys that you see from uh, WXW are there. Axel Tischer, Tristan Archer, of course, um, Dennis Cash-Dulnig, and a few others, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I love seeing new talent, so I started watching some of this show, but I really wanted to see this main event because I really like both ends work. And this match did not disappoint. It's The setting's interesting. It's a really small gym. It reminds me of when I used to book APW from uh, 2000, 2008 to 2012 when we did our Gym Wars events. That's where we had our school. We've had, we could probably fit about, uh, it was like anywhere from 75 to 100, depending how many people wanted to stand up and everything. A really small, intimate setting, right? This was just like that. And I can't tell how many people are there but I would say it's about 50 to 75 maybe a little less than that um the walls are really close in to you know two sides of the ring and I mean there's fans like literally right next to the ring and they can slap the ring and pound the ring which is crazy um and they have a few rows of of wrestling fans um and they and they and the lighting is decent um they have a, a an entrance way. So, and I kind of skimmed through some of the earlier events and you can tell like they've really updated the uh production. Actually, I believe, yeah. This might be Passion Pro 2. I'm sorry. Passion Pro 2. Either way, look up Passion Pro, look up Action Frustration Archer. It'll come up right away um on YouTube. And this match is definitely worth your time. Really enjoyed this match. Um I would say it was a little better the marius Aulani, Axel Tisha, cuz just uh archer is just just so much more polished right, than marius Aulani. but you know, Mar- marius Aulani does have that charisma right but technically this match was better um archer was a babyface here unlike the match with LeFaniel at wxw where he was leaning aggressively towards the heat as a heel in the match here, he's the Bayface. And I guess the... I don't know if he's a homegrown Bayface or... No, because he's from he's from France. So, I mean... So, he was the local Bay... Well, he was the Bayface in this match. The audience was really... um, Really for him. And, and they loved Axel Tischer, too. They weren't against him. They didn't hate him. But, you know, Tischer, Tischer knew his role, right? He healed up a little bit. And, like I said, they had a really good, solid match. And I thought okay, Tischer's probably going over, right? I just felt fresh off his WDB run, you know. But to my surprise, and Archer won, and I thought that was really cool. Um, Because, you know, to me, he's at the level with Tischer, in my opinion, uh, equal workers, just quality working workers. Solid match, like I said. And definitely want to check out. So if you... Like I said, if you have Peacock Network, check out WXW. Check out their True Colors event. Uh, if you you know, obviously everyone has YouTube. Click on YouTube. Click it. Click Axel Tisher versus Tristan Archer. Just click Passion Pro, and it'll come up. And it's out of hungry. And check out something you never seen before. I think you'll be pretty impressed um, with their product. It's overall pretty good. Um, you know, I think. A lot of the workers need a little more work, but it's not embarrassing. Um, you know, it's a growing young company, so we'll see where they go. At. They definitely eventually get out of this building they're in, but it's a nice building to start in. Um, definitely a, 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 a good start for them. And it's cool that they put their full events on. You know, after a few months of delay, they put their full events on on YouTube. So um, I, I think it's, you know... I think it's cool, and I think people should definitely give him a shot. David Bradshaw, who does w- WXW commentary, he actually does Passion Pro as well, and he was great, great on these shows. So, he, like I said, I think he's one of the best commentators in wrestling that no one talks about. So probably won't get any votes in the Wrestling Observer Awards, but he should be up. He, honestly, he should be higher than a lot of people, but like I said, a lot of people don't listen to him because a lot of people aren't checking us out. And I hope from this podcast – you would now check out WXW. You would now check out Passion Pro and give them a shot. Again, this weekend coming up, I'm going to stick on the international scene. I'm going to cover Insane Championship Wrestling out of Ireland, specifically the Andy Wilde versus Damo match. Damo, of course, the formula killing your XT. in NXT. Really, really excited about that match. There's a couple other matches. I, I kind of skimmed through what they had on the card. There's a few other matches I'm going to check out, some talent that look good to me with the eyeball test, right? Like, see, okay, I want to see what that guy can do. Now, well, I'll talk about next week, what I saw, when I first saw from Insane Champions Wrestling. I'll talk about that more next, in in the next show coming up. So what I saw from the eye test, what I saw, when I clicked on Insane Champions Wrestling, my thoughts on that. So, again, thanks for checking us out. Again, check out our Fight Game Patreon, $5 a month. Give us a shot. Follow me on Twitter, JL, And uh, check, check me out as well on the Wrestling Observer site for the Fight Game Media Podcast as well. All right. Everyone have a great New Year. And be safe. Take care.